0: Welcome to Doctor Who's 50 and 50, episode 22. Today we start our detailed look at the villains and monsters of the series. And we are kicking that off with the number one voted villain of the show, the Daleks. They were also the first recurring villain to appear in the series. They appeared in a total of 16 of the classic stories, five of them with Hartnell, their original appearance, titled The Daleks, story number two, survives in its entirety, as do a lot of their earlier appearances, including the Dalek invasion of Earth that saw the departure of Susan Foreman and others. Of those five, one is entirely lost, one is partly lost. They also appeared in two stories with Patrick Troughton. Again, one of them is entirely lost, the other one's partly lost, so we've got a lot less opportunity to see Troughton interacting with the Daleks than we do with Hartnell. All of the other Dalek stories survive in their entirety, including four stories where they faced off against Pertwee's doctor, two with Tom Baker, one with Peter Davison, one with Colin Baker, and one with Sylvester McCoy. When they first appeared in story number two, the Daleks, they were decidedly alien aliens. These guys are blobs inside tanks. These were not humanoid in any way, shape, or form, at least not as we saw them in that episode. And that is one of the things that sets Doctor Who apart early on, coming out even before Star Trek. It has it more than its fair share of decidedly non-humanoid aliens. Now when they do go with a humanoid alien, they tend to go with flat-out human appearances. So we don't get the heavy makeup and the forehead appliances and things like that that we see in Star Trek. It's either completely alien or can totally pass for human. There doesn't seem to be an in-between. Now it's a common misconception from people who aren't familiar with the show, that the Daleks are robots. They're not, but they can easily give that impression. They are essentially blobs inside tanks, and they were genetically engineered without emotion, with the possible exceptions of rage and hate, although they do have a sense of superiority. So the Daleks' history in the show is that they did start off as humanoid in the form of the Khaled race, And the Khaleds were at war with the Fall Race on their home planet of Scarl. And that war led to the use of chemical weapons that mutated the people of the world. And the Khaled's plan to deal with this was to accelerate the mutation of a few of their kind and see what their final stable mutated form would be. They never actually explain why they know they're going to have a final stable form that will no longer mutate. That isn't really consistent with what I thought of evolution. But this is also a species that had concluded that there is no possibility of intelligent life existing on anywhere but the planet Skaro, despite having some idea of the size of the universe, although thinking there's only seven galaxies. So their science is flawed and it's entirely possible that they came to a wrong conclusion with that. But anyway, once they discovered what their final mutated form could be, or at least a form that they could not mutate through natural means any further, the original goal was to create mobility units so they could preserve that race for the future, take these blobs that they would become, and give them a way to stay productive and preserve their society. But their head scientist and leader Davros decided to start tampering with that form, and genetically engineering a superior creature. And it's these creatures that he started to call the Daleks, as an anagram for Khaled. And his ultimate creation was a race of soldiers that were bent on galactic domination, that regarded Davros himself as inferior, just as they were programmed to treat themselves as a superior life form. So they've got a long history with Doctor Who, appearing in more stories as the villains than anyone save the Master, and they often appeared together. The Master was known for manipulating others, but we'll get to his podcast later. But in spite of that, in spite of being the most famous threat, and instead of being treated in the series as the most dangerous threat, they never actually caused a regeneration in the classic series. Now they were also created by Terry Nation, and this leads to some of the oddities themselves. BBC rules are different than North American work-for-hire rules or at least they were in the 60s when these were created. The Daleks were owned by Terry Nation originally, and by his estate later, and not by the BBC themselves. So he wrote most, if not all, of the Dalek episodes. Everyone I've been able to check was written by him. And he had the legal right to take them elsewhere, into different TV shows, different series. He could have used the Daleks anywhere he wanted, as long as he did not refer explicitly to Doctor Who in the process, just as they did with the Australian spinoff of K-9. The BBC hung on to those rights and kept him fairly happy due to their enormous popularity and the fact that they were so closely tied to Doctor Who and could be, in a lot of ways, responsible for the success of Doctor Who. They were a very successful villain and appeared right at the start when they got things rolling. When the series relaunched in 2005, a lot of negotiation was needed to ensure that they'd be able to use them and that really wasn't clear when they first started going to air. And that's one of the reasons why the early scripts are vague about which races fought in the Time War. So they basically secured the rights, at least it's my understanding, that they secured the rights to the Daleks at the last possible minute to tell that first season the way they wanted to tell it. Now, in many ways, they are the perfect villains. They're not complex in terms of motivation or decision-making, even though they have a complex history, which also means that they will always be the bad guy in their stories. There is no remorse, no mercy, no misgivings. They are just killing machines. You will be subjugated or you will be exterminated. There is no other option. They're the only villains out there for which the Doctor's first instinct is kill them all. So they have proven that they are a threat to the world and to multiple worlds. Basically, every world they encounter to deal with them because they're not going to take it lightly. They consider themselves the ultimately superior race because that's what they've been programmed to do. Now there is a bit more to them and a bit to their history but a lot of that is tied to Davros himself. So we're saving that for tomorrow's podcast which focuses specifically on Davros. So thank you for listening and please join us then.